coyote yips in the distance. A barred owl hoots mournfully at the rotund moon. You feel every hair raise, one by one, from the crown of your head, down the nape of your neck, and across the length of your spine. The veil is thin, dear listener. Beware of those enchanted others walking the earth. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. There's nothing quite like bushwhacking through a dense spruce fir forest, arms raised protectively in front of your squinting face, feet poking along cautiously despite comically large and high steps. No doubt you get pitch smeared somewhere you don't want it, evergreen needles in your hair, and a loose piece of clothing that catches on a clinging branch, locking you in place momentarily. When you finally sense a distant opening in the forest, you attempt to move faster, just so that breath of relief can come sooner. At long last, you step into that little clearing and soak in the ability to spin around with arms outstretched, not hitting anything, a sense of relief and safety settling around you. Until, that is, you notice the clearing is actually an old tote road, near where some logging happened in the main woods in the not-so-distant past. And you remember that during this time of year especially, there is something that also lurks along these oft-forgotten paths. The Tote Road Shagamaw. The past several years have had me exploring tote roads more than ever before. There were several within walking distance of where I lived, and especially on these days when it gets dark early, I have needed to find convenient nearby places to give my dog, Pogi, some exercise. At dusk one late fall day, we were ambling up one of these old roads. Orange, gelatinous witch's butter mushrooms dotted wet logs on the side of the tote road. The occasional dense branch growth of a witch's broom within a spruce tree leaned over the path, and the twisted, yellow, spider-leg-like petals of witch hazel punctuated the bent branches of that shrub along the adjacent beaver pond. A destroying angel mushroom with a bite taken out of its cap stood boldly in the path. At the exact moment I saw a moose track in the path, I could feel movement behind me. Turning around, there was nothing, so I walked on, having forgotten about those moose tracks for a moment. Then I looked down only to see bear tracks in the same path. I had never seen both moose and bear tracks looking equally fresh along the same path before. And that's when it hit me. I was in the territory of the Tote Road Shagamaw. In a 1910 book entitled Fearsome Creatures of the Lumber Woods with a Few Desert and Mountain Beasts, William Cox writes, From the Rangeley Lakes to the Allagash and across in New Brunswick, loggers tell of an animal which has puzzled many a man, even those who were not strangers in the woods. Evidently unique to Maine and New Brunswick, the Tote Road Shagamaw is half moose, half bear. Its front quarters are the muscular furry legs and shoulders of a bear, its hindquarters are that of a moose, long, strong, and fast. The beast's face is all bare, or is it man? I wasn't interested in sticking around to find out. Possibly first identified by a fellow named Gus Demo of Old Town, he noticed that the track pattern was consistent. The beast walks one quarter mile on its front legs, leaving bear tracks behind, then switches to walking one quarter mile on its hind legs, leaving moose tracks, covering a yard with each step. Much like a blue jay or a mockingbird, the tote road shagamaw is evidently a skilled mimic. 
Their habitat among the edges of lumber camps and logging projects, where loggers and trappers historically walked in a calculated manner to accurately survey distance, likely inspired this bear-moose-man hybrid to walk in a similarly calculated way. So the next time you're outside in the North Woods on a spooky evening, keep your wits about you in case you find yourself in the territory of the Tote Road Shagamaw. While there haven't been any reported sightings of the beast since the 1900s, careful observers like you are exactly the type of people primed to notice them. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Let us know if you have a seasonal nature topic you'd like us to cover in our show. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. Thank you.